Welcome. My name is Eddie Arrieta. This is Fulfilling Work Life. We intend to talk to leaders, professionals, remoters, human beings from all around the world who share with us their knowledge. Join me in this daily journey. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fulfilling Work Live. Um, if you are completely new to this, my name is Josephine. I work at Tore, the company that is holding these daily talk shows with um, remoters and uh, leaders around the world. So today we have Kavan from Toasty here with us, and he's tuning in from Hong Kong. I think this you are the first person, I think, because we've had a lot of guests from like this side of the world. So it's always like in the daytime or afternoon, but you are on the other side of the world. I think you're the first one. I'm the first one in Asia? I think so. Okay, exciting. I, I think so, yeah. Most people have been from Europe or North America or South America, maybe? Okay, I'm actually yeah. honored then. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to our show. Um, and yeah, just a quick, quick housekeeping where it's open, chill conversation. Audience, feel free to um, ask questions at any time, pop them up in the Q&A or the chat box, whatever you want. Um, yesterday we had someone raise their hand and I allowed them to talk for the first time, but I was like, oh, this is the first time somebody actually used the hand raising function. So you guys can do that too. Very open, very chill. And um, today we are going to be mainly talking about engagement, the topic of engagement um, as Toasty is a, well, now is a virtual engagement platform. But before I just talk and give it all away, let's hear it from you. Um, yeah, tell the audience about yourself. We'd love to hear your story. Okay, sure. Uh, my name is Kavon. I'm based in Hong Kong now, and I have a team of eight people, and five of us are based in Hong Kong, and then we have three remote uh, team members. So I started Toasty around a year ago, April 2019. Um, the, the reason why I started Toasty is because I have always wanted to find a way to better connect people. I feel like I've been to so many different events, workshops, uh, conferences, and it's always really hard to find the right people to meet. And I end up just like walking up to someone random, <laughs> shake their hands. And within five minutes, I know that I don't want to talk to them anymore. And I don't even want their business card. So like, and I don't, even, I don't know how to talk to them. I think that's another challenge. So what I set out to solve is how I can build something very simple to enhance that experience a little bit. So Josephine, you were right. We started out as an offline engagement technology because we, we never really thought about like remote work being so big. So, but we see a lot of offline uh, things going around us. So what happened is that we built this technology where if you have 80 people in the room, uh, the host can put up this QR code on the big screen and everyone can just scan and they can get in and we instantly have icebreaker questions to form them into different groups. And that was really fun. And then when they come together and say, I'm in group one, hey, come join me. And we have activities to guide them through getting to know each other. So everything is really fun. And 
we definitely learned a lot of lessons from there. Um, but as you know, I'm going to share the toasty story recently, which is the coronavirus hit. And at first, you know, this is a funny story I would like to share. Um, back in maybe end of Feb, one of my team members asked me, Kevon, coronavirus is here. Uh, what are we going to do? And then I, I remember it's all hands on Friday. And I told her, hey, um, let's not worry about it. Let's just keep focus on what we do. <laughs> let's not change our course. Uh, this is going to go away and things are going <laughs> to come. Because, you know, at that point, um, the virus is in Asia, but it's not in Europe and not in U.S. yet. And most mm -hmm. of our users are in U.S. So at that point, I'm not too worried. But then, you know what? Four days later, that's the exact weekend that everything exploded. And four days later, I went back to the team and I told them, we have to change. We have to move online. Uh, the, the product's going to change a lot, but don't worry about it. We're going to figure it out. So like that, that was a really tough time because I hate making promises as, as a leader and then change it. But anyway, mm -hmm. then we moved online and then the rest is history. Mm -hmm. So now, yeah, you said February. So now it's about one and a half, no, two, almost two months where you guys almost have. Two months, um, yeah shifted over and um i guess uh what has been basically I'm, I'm sure there's been a lot of changes but what has been the biggest thing the biggest shift for you to um get acquainted with what has been the thing that has just like been the hardest for you um the hardest to be honest like moving online is not as simple as saying, oh, let's just put up a video and audio and your product can be online. Like, mm -hmm. I, I feel like we are in a very lucky position that we have been in the engagement space. And somehow, um, at first, actually, we didn't think about going online. What, what happened is that when the virus hit, people start looking online for engagement tools. And mm -hmm. people start coming to us and saying, hey, you guys are really interesting. Uh, how can I use Toasty with Zoom? So mm -hmm. we, we, we spend our time writing guidelines and say, okay, just do your screen sharing. And then once you get into the breakout rooms on Zoom, do this, do that. So mm -hmm. we started out that way and we started to realize, wow, there, there's a demand for this. So then we make the switch to say that, okay, using Toasty with Zoom is very hectic because people get confused all the time. So that mm -hmm. we decided to um, just kind of be the platform to go to. You don't really need two tools at the same time. Um, but back to your question, video technology is not easy. Um, I think the number one reason why people love Zoom is it's so stable. Like it never kind of fails you. And for us, we're still kind of finding our way to fine tune the connection problem, the quality uh, we definitely didn't build a video technology ourselves. We integrate with someone else, but you know, the integration and then changing the UI UX is pretty difficult to be honest. And we don't have a lot of time. So, right. so that's the hardest. Yeah. Have you over the last couple of weeks, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's, okay. So I'm having a meaningful engagement or having meaningful conversations in person. It's very, yeah. it's different. 
than doing it via video, but that's all we have right now. And you guys wanted to basically um, achieve, well, you had the goals of achieving this meaningful engagement in person at first and having yeah. to do the pivot for the times. Um, have you guys noted like what are some, what are some activities or key things that work when creating meaningful engagements online? Yeah. And are there, are there any sort of um, those tools or integrations or activities that you've put in Toasty to achieve that? Yeah, so when we started out doing the offline engagement, um, we, we, had, we, we had a pretty clear idea how engagement worked because I, I like to observe how events are run and mm -hmm. I just start to see a trend. Um, the good events are usually because the hosts are actively facilitating, telling people, hey, now it's time to do this. Hey, it's now time to do that. And the bad events or bad workshops usually when the host is like, hey, you have 15 minutes, go chat with someone and talk about whatever you want. Like, mm -hmm. I can see a clear difference between a very facilitated setting versus a not facilitated setting. So I think what we learned is that people actually like to be guided or the, the word that doesn't sound so nice is people like to be forced. <laughs> yeah, like, like you, you might think that people don't like that, but in an in a environment like that, people like, like that you give them a bit of hints of where they should go. So mm -hmm. that is the number one clue of engagement, I think, is, is providing that guidance. And offline and online is actually quite similar but different. So offline is actually harder to do engagement because when you're at an event, um, you already can see everyone and people are doing their own things. So Toasty is kind of like a nice to have. You don't really need toasty. People are already doing pretty okay. But right. I feel like online, it gives us a pretty good edge that actually, no, like we are all looking at each other. <laughs> if, if toasty is not helping them, it's really hard to get them to talk to each other or to really get their emotions out. So I mm -hmm. find that after we move online, it's actually easier to do our job <laughs> because it, it goes from nice to have to become like a must have. So that's quite nice. But mm -hmm. I, do, I do think that uh, there's a lot of difference um, when you're trying to engage someone online. So I, I was in education before Toasty. So I, I wrote an article about how I see the virtual audience. Like how many people do we have here? 18 people, like 16 people. I like to describe them like five-year-olds. So like I'll treat them like a kid. Uh, maybe they're not listening to me right now. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but um, just try to keep the conversation more um, uh, positive, hyper, and fast-paced. And then I like that we're asking people to pop in questions because I feel like if they're asking questions and we can respond it right away, they are going to be more engaged. So like a lot of these like small things here and there. And do you guys by any chance have the opportunity to sit in on any of the virtual events when people are hosting them with your platform? Or is it just hands off? Like, have you been able to observe what has happened in a couple of them? 
Um, a few of them. I mean, if if they kind of let us be involved, like they invite us over, yes, we'll be there. But a lot of them, like, we're, we're just a platform. So they are doing it for their own company meeting. So I, I don't think it's right that we, we just go in there and check it out. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not really. Okay, okay. Because I wanted to hear a little bit about like, if you guys had the chance to sit in on any of those um, events, what it's been like, or what have you observed? What kind of feedback was given to you by your clients um, that you may be implementing in future iterations of the platform? Number one feedback uh, that I keep hearing is that uh, people come to Toasty and they say, I need something more engaging. Uh, Zoom is great, but Zoom is so dry. <laughs> Zoom is so boring. I think there's a term called Zoom burnout or something. It's, it's just very dry to talk like this. Yeah, uh, yeah. The other feedback they give us is that they like that. So Toasty is around activities. Um, mm -hmm. That's the guidance that we give to every single person. So for example, there's a conversation card so everyone in the small group will take turns to flip over a card and then they have like two minutes to talk about it. So the, the, the users, they really like Toasty that the cards are not super random. Like we're not asking you about like what your perfect Saturday looks like. Uh, these cards are customized by the host, like the team leader who is hosting the session. So it could, oh, okay. be, it could be like, hey, share one challenge during this COVID period when you're working from home. So like the card can be meaningful and it opens up people to talk. Yeah. Mm, got it. Got it. I mean, why let, let's try that then. Okay. Let's say that's the card. Let's, let's say I'm going to open it up to the audience as well. Really quickly. You guys can yeah, pop in your hand, yeah. raise your hand, do whatever. But I'm going to turn it back on you for now. What's been the most challenging thing working from home during COVID-19 at the moment? Okay. And then you go. <laughs> no, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, uh, I guess when you're trying to run a startup, you're kind of working all the time. So mm -hmm. before we have an office, so before I'm already working all the time, but now that I'm always home, I just couldn't disconnect. Like I start my day around 7 a.m. And the first thing, I don't even eat breakfast. The first thing is open my laptop, start doing some work. And then it, right now it's 10 p.m. in Hong Kong. And most of like three nights out of my five week nights, I'm always sitting in front of my laptop doing calls with users or partners or something. So like I just couldn't disconnect. Like this whole place, it's very frustrating sometimes. So uh, to be very honest, I couldn't really handle it early this week. So mm -hmm. I, on Monday, I actually told my team, hey guys, I need to take some time off. Like I'm gonna take this afternoon and tomorrow morning off and I'm gonna leave my home. I'm gonna delete all the apps like Slack, LinkedIn, uh, Intercom, and I'll be back tomorrow afternoon. So what I did is I, I, I went on a staycation with my wife. We booked a hotel and stayed there. And I just didn't check anything work-related. And the next day I come back, I feel so refreshed. Mm. And I didn't know it has that effect, but it 
definitely worked. So it helped me a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely like the, a big thing that um, also it's a topic that I cover a lot on this, the upcoming remoter podcast. Um, yeah. But t- turning off, like that's the thing that is just, it's so difficult and looks so different for a lot of people, right? Like there are some things that, you know, if somebody has a family or something to take care, somebody to take care of, I think it's a little bit easier to separate, I guess. If you have kids and stuff, you have to go take care of your kids and um, attend to other things. But in situations as like myself, I also have problems turning off because I don't have, I don't really have to do much. Like I I can just focus on my work and I can just um, go at it and not look at the time and the whole day will pass and I wouldn't even know. Mm -hmm. So I definitely agree with that. But I think the hardest thing, uh, hardest thing for me is just, I am a very, like, I love to be active and go out and travel. I love to travel. This has been very difficult for me staying in one place. um, Because like before this, I was just bouncing around a lot for my job. And now I'm just at home. And it's been just on opposite sides of the spectrum. So it's been a drastic, like, whole change for me. But if anything, it's, it's that. And, but, but I'm taking the opportunity to like, try to learn how to, as a, learn how to enjoy being in a place for a long period of time, even though if it's, it's my home environment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm traveling a lot as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure maybe, hopefully, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people do as well, but at this time it's like, we all have to do what we can to, keep things stable yeah and um also just one little thing before i move on what do you mean by you you booked a hotel i just i didn't realize that things i guess makes sense that things are open but i didn't realize that you could you could go out or i guess the the quarantine isn't mandatory in hong kong or oh well uh hong kong has never been in lockdown okay okay yeah yeah so we, we started quite early because we're next to China. So ever since around Christmas, then we knew that we have to take, um, like we'd be really careful. So everyone is wearing a mask since like Christmas. So it has been like four months already, but we are never in a lockdown. So we can still go out. Um, in the last couple of weeks, they kind of shut down the bars and the, right. the karaoke, the cinema and stuff. But restaurants are still open, uh, hotels are still open, so you can still go. Um, but you don't really see a lot of people on the street. Yeah. Mm, okay, okay, got it. And I know that's strange since it is a very densely populated city, not seeing a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. Um, somebody says, good morning, good morning. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, but yeah so I mean if any other if you guys have anything else to add let us know how you guys are working from home or how you guys are feeling pop in the chat or if you want to chat let let us know Um, but that's awesome that okay so bringing it back to the activities um, that's awesome that you can you know customize the activities as per what you need it to be per your event what other um, activities are available on Toasty. Yeah, so we, we so just now we mentioned about the conversation card. So it's like an icebreaker card, you flip it on and then everyone has a chance to share. 
we also have an activity called Who Said That? So it's basically a game, you know? Uh, what, what, uh, after we move online, what we realize is that it's not just team building events that you play games with your team. Actually, mm -hmm. um, at a daily stand-up or like a weekly team planning meeting or like all hands retrospective, a lot of companies want to start easy and play, play some games for like five minutes before they talk about the serious stuff. So like mm -hmm. this, this other activity is, uh, Toasty will present a question. So for example, it will be like, uh, how, do you, how does your mom describe you? <laughs> and then everyone will type in their answer. And then 30 seconds later, Toasty will present the answer one by one and say, um, mommy boy, who said that? Is it Josephine? Is it Kavan? Is it John or Michelle? So you have to guess, mommy boy, is it, must be Josephine. <laughs> so then you click on it and then you get a point. So it, it sounds like a game, but it's actually a very good way to get to know your team. Mm -hmm. Because now you, you, when you're guessing, you're actually learning a lot about each other. And it's not just a game for like one minute, but you can continue your conversation afterwards. So that's right. also... What, it, what we call engagement, is to open up conversations. Right, okay. That's actually, uh, that's actually a good point. Because, yeah, like, I guess for a thing that I've noticed is that, um, yes, we, we have daily meetings, and uh -huh. we, we have, like, a couple of minutes when people are, like, logging in or coming <laughs> on to the meeting. It's just like, hi. It's awkward, hi. right? How are you? <laughs> hi, how's it going? And then it's like, oh, um, okay, we are going to start the meeting. Okay, well, let's 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 get to it. <laughs> so, yeah, like I I I totally agree. Like um, questions like that to just ease it and you know yeah. get into the day would be very helpful. And you notice that um, usually at those time, um, the quiet ones will stay quiet, and then the some people will try to kind of break the dead air and be like. Uh, start to chat and that is not actually very healthy because like we have a lot of engineers like we're four engineers and as you know they tend to be quiet <laughs> so if you don't have like a way to engage them then the people who talk are always on the business team but then if you use something like a quick activity then you actually give a chance to everyone so i i do that a lot with my team and what I found is I start to hear the engineer express themselves. I hear their stories. Like, I don't even know one of them has a three-year-old and then they start talking about that. Because he's remote, he's in Philippines. So mm. I've only had him once in person. Um, okay. So yeah, it, it, it really opens up people and gives everyone a fair chance. I think that's, that's the key. Are you, just um, a side thought, but after all the, after the pandemic passes and whatnot, do you think you guys are going to continue or expand the remote portions of your team? You said you have five in Hong Kong and then three remote, but are you guys looking to go further with remote hiring? Yeah, I think, so the first thing that I realized is we have five people in Hong Kong, so we have an office, but this crisis made me realize that actually remote working is not so bad. <laughs> like even in Hong Kong City, as long as you have really like 
independent self-disciplined team team members i think it's it's all fine and everyone save a bit of time for their family that's great um mm. and hiring remote workers is a lot easier um you don't need to be bound by the geographic location so if you want to hire someone like a sales development person maybe i can do it in the us where my target market is so that's even more convenient so i do think that we are going to stay virtual as a product and i think we'll be expanding the remote team too if we have a chance if we have the money yeah yes got it i mean hello attendees you heard it here first keep your eye out Hey, I questions. We've got a question. Yes, I was going to bring it to that. Um, so let's, yeah, let's flip over. So we have a question from Brittany. Brittany says, hello, I know that some people, such as those who are more introverted, may be more comfortable with virtual networking, but how does it overall compare with real networking? Do they have the opportunity to meet up in real life? Does Toasty add value to their overall networking experience? What are the feedback from users? So there's four questions there. <laughs> wow, four questions in one. Um, okay, how does that compare to real networking? I think uh, this, is, this is a good one. I, I really think virtual networking doesn't work as well as in-person networking um, because you cannot really read their body language. Everyone is just like, just showing their face. And at some point you feel like you're forced to, because there are so many networking platforms uh, that you are stuck with this person for like three minutes and then you switch to another person. And then it's so awkward if you say, hey, I'm gonna go first, see you. So in some way, virtual networking is harder than in person, I feel like, because you cannot say I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> um, but in another but way, but if it's timed and very short, then you don't even have to shorter. Yeah. It's a few minutes. Yeah. But in, in another way, I think whether you want to take those relationships back to real life, is really up to you. Um, because what I see people do uh, networking is they kind of just get to know each other very introductory, like a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. And if they think, they want to continue the conversation, they usually find a way to exchange like LinkedIn and stuff. Um, and then they will carry it on to whatever they want to do. So that is really up to you how you want to take that new relationships. Um, but more and more, um, what are the feedbacks from your users? Actually, one of my thoughts running Toasty is that I, I sort of want to move away from people using Toasty for networking. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, right now, I'm more keen to kind of make Toasty the product for team meetings, like the, the, the stuff that I mentioned, like we, uh, daily stand-up, like all hands, retrospective. Like I feel like that kind of situation and I can engage the team and they already know each other, but then they're not connected because they're working remotely. That's what excites me more. So, yeah, just just to share. I don't know why I'm sharing the direction of Toasty, but <laughs> just throwing it out there. Because I, I I wanted to pop a point about the um, virtual networking. I tried. I personally tried my first one the other day. 
with um, running running remote actually. Uh, they were using this huge this platform hop hop something hopson hopin yeah I, I don't remember I <laughs> hopson is a rapper that's not right <laughs> um, but basically um, yeah it was a four minute timed networking um, like speed networking kind of thing and yeah. I kind of I personally kind of liked it a lot because I find that at events I'm really like I'm really awkward trying to go the first step to talk to people I'm actually really really bad at it and being forced to just like all of a sudden someone pops on your screen you're like hi there's only four minutes let's try to talk and see if there's any synergies blah 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 and because you're all at running remote for like some reason you already have some sort of um connection it, yeah. it's quite easy um to well for me it was easier to connect and to talk to people afterwards and as you were saying like that's correct if you want to continue the conversation afterwards that's completely on you i have been very bad at following up but i will i will follow up i that's on my list of to-dos um but yeah no like i personally really really i liked it a lot yeah well introverts is definitely pretty good because as i said you're forced to do it (laughs) so you don't have to like find ways to figure that out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we also have yes one more um i I think it's a comment more so from MR. And this comment is more about, I believe, the turning off, the thing we were talking about, turning off and shutting off from work. Um, they said, you have to get outside into nature and relax. Instead of just eating lunch, you can go for a long walk and you can travel nearby where you live, maybe hiking for some hours, leaving your phone at home. You need to recharge your inner energy all the time and keep balance. You can, and you just do it without looking for an excuse. That is, I that is true. I really like the part, like, just don't, don't take your phone with you. Uh, I think that plus have a new environment really helps to mm-hmm. recharge. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know about you guys. Like, I mean, all of you guys who are there right now, but um, I guess one of my problems is that my new, em- my environment isn't like the most stimulating or like exciting or anything like I don't really have I'm currently in the suburbs in Toronto and there's not like not too much going on as yeah. <laughs> just houses that all look the same and whatnot and I'm kind of like okay um so I I yes I take the time to go out for walks and whatnot but it just doesn't I don't know there's nothing that really like I have to really like push myself and to force myself to do it for some reason even though like the sun is out and it's getting nicer but that's something I'm trying to work on. Okay, so what should we talk about now? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Diverging in and out, back and forth. Um, but yes, uh, if anyone has any other questions, anything else they want to pop in, feel free again. Um, I wanted to kind of ask you about, as you said, um, Toasty, you guys are looking to stay virtual. Uh, even after the pandemic and stuff. And you now, uh, you have said that you want to keep your product more in tune for teams and not and away from the networking and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you have any future ideas you can talk about? Like how, 
if, if it's not confidential? Like how are, what are some things that you guys are maybe looking to explore to, you know, achieve that goal? Ooh, achieve okay. that goal of, um, <laughs> I, well, I don't think it's going to be the audience calling in to ask a question. Oh my God. <laughs> this is, uh, I need to make it stop. Okay. It's, it's okay. I can start talking and then you can go. <laughs> um, okay. well, I, no, yeah, no. Nothing to me is confidential. Uh, I'm a pretty open person. Uh, I'm, you know how people start a startup and they ask people to sign NDA? I'm like, I will tell you everything I know because ideas are not worth anything. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I think if, if you guys in the audience, if you check out Toasty, you will find that Toasty is a very logical tool right now. Like if you want to host a session, you have to pre-plan how big the groups are. You have to pre-plan all the activities and design it beforehand. So it's great for organized people, but it's not really great for someone who just want to um, grab and go, and I don't have time to design, and just let me use it with my team. Uh, mm -hmm. So one of the things that we really want to do is make Toasty more flexible. So I don't know how many people use um, collaborative to online, where it is like a two bar, and then you click, you want to draw this, you can do that. So it's very flexible. You, everything is at the moment. So I, we really want to do. Uh, we really want to make Toasty so flexible that you have ten people in this meeting room, you know, talking to each other, and then you have suddenly, let's play a let's play a card, card game. So you click, and mm. then you put in the conversation card, and then you're like, let's play another game uh, to wrap up the meeting. Let's do the guessing game. So I want to want to do it that way, so that because I feel like. We are getting busier and busier. No one really has time to plan anymore. And yeah. the best product out there is the one that you can use it in a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I don't think there's, I'm trying to think of um, if I've used anything like that with my teams or in, in general, my teams that I've yeah. worked with. I don't think, I don't think so. That would be a very interesting thing to try out. I mean like to like, like during like being a, able to, a meeting, yeah. you can grab a game to play. Yeah, yeah, just being able to pop something up when you're like, oh, I, I want to, and it's already there kind of thing. Right, I don't, yeah. Because you would have to like, yeah, you said like share a screen or attach some kind of, or um, bring in another external tool yeah. or something to it. So it would be yeah. cool to, yeah, have it all in one place. Um, yeah. So this is... But, sorry, keep going. You have not seen it because it, I don't think it exists yet but uh we we want to do it because i feel like i talked to so many people and they they told me that um the company would run team building that's the way that then that's the way that they bring the empl uh, employees or like the team members together mm -hmm. but they only do it once a year or like every quarter and then we're just thinking why don't you embed team building into very small chunk, like bite size, like five minutes before the all hands meeting. You can do team building. Yeah, uh, that's true. Five minutes at the end of this like mega planning meeting, you can do team building. Why do you have to make a huge team building, but not chop it up? So I think that's what Toasty wants to solve. I think that, I mean, the, um, 
the appeal of having this one, like the retreat, I guess, the, the one retreat where everybody looks forward to it for the year and whatnot, is that it can be very overwhelming as well. Like you just have like, you know, it's all remote and then all of a sudden it's like, bam, here you go, meet everybody, talk to them for a week, nonstop. Like it, it um, again, opposite sides of the spectrum. I guess what you're trying to do is balance it out and even it out, which is much more, it's healthier and like, and if anything, like more normal, like it's a normal thing. Why not try to improve your relationships every day? Exactly. We have someone who's raising their hand. I'm really? going to allow this person to talk. Johnny, okay. you will be allowed to talk in three, two, one. Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? Good, how are you? Thanks for raising I'm your hand. Enjoying the quarantine, I guess. Uh, trying to stay busy. Um, yes. Hey, so you guys just released about what, like a month ago, I think? Toasty? We, yeah, uh, yeah we released a month ago. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you guys work with video software for collaboration. I was wondering because I want to join you someday. What? How do you stay productive? Um, what What tools do you use to communicate? Because you're building your own platform uh, yeah. for communication, but do you use it internally, or do you rely on Slack or Zoom yourself while working internally? Um, that's a really good question. So, I try to use Toasty as much as possible. So. Whenever we have a daily standup, we use it. And the reason is, um, it's the best way to test the stability of our product. Like if something breaks, because we do it every day, uh, we know it right away. So it's for that purpose. And then sometimes um, when I'm doing external call, I would use Toasty as well. But I'm definitely not like trying to isolate myself to just Toasty. Uh, we use a lot of Slack. And we actually use, I use Google Hangout and Zoom as well. And the reason is um, if I'm talking to, like we have a teammate in China. So if, if we want her to be involved in some meetings, uh, Zoom is actually pretty good uh, for China. And then uh, Google Hangout is just so easy to set it up on Google Calendar. So yeah, I'm not against using other tools, but try to use my tool as much as possible too. To, to, to test the quality. Yeah. So on that vein, uh, do you think um, that you're gonna start adding features to Toasty yeah. based on the things that's missing from let's say Google Hangouts or Zoom or Slack? Um, mm -hmm. Like the calendar feature, for example, is Toasty gonna have a calendar feature that allows you to automatically make that easier? Yeah, so we're definitely going after the engagement part that most of these platforms don't provide, but we do really need the basic functions as well. Like uh, the basic, uh, like password protected, uh, like I have a chat room, uh, Google, Google Calendar in, uh, integration. I think we need all that because that's the, the basic. Um, yeah. For sure, thank you. Yeah, thanks for asking. I saw that MR has a question about Zoom being banned in mainland. Actually, from my understanding, no, they are actually the stable, the, the only stable platform in, in, if you want to talk to someone in China. That's my experience and that's, that's what and I hear. Taiwan, but not mainland. I think it's ah, something I think like that. Um, also, I think Johnny, I'm going to disable you um, 
like put you down back to the attendee, but thank you very much for asking the question. Sure, thank um, you. But yeah, no, it's, I, I'm looking right now, it says it's Taiwan because they banned it because yeah. they're routing calls through China. And of course there's a bunch of, we, this can get very political, but it will not, it will not today. Um, before we, <laughs> before we end off, um, we actually have one more question, one more person who's raising their hand. So yeah. I will, um, allow you to talk, Gordon, in three, two, one. Hey, Kevin. Hey, uh, and uh, and Josephine, saw you uh, on one of the other calls. Uh, not this one, but tried to use Toasty previously. When are you going to start allowing mobile devices? <laughs> because, <laughs> I, because an iPad and an iPhone is much more stable has much less, uh, has much more memory, everything than your typical computer. Wait, so Gordon, you're already using Toasty? I, I tried to use Toasty. You had it uh, for another event here in Hong Kong. And every time I logged on, it yep. would turn around and log me right off. On mobile? On, on Yeah, on the iPad. Oh, okay. And it even, war it even warned me. It says... It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's a really good question um, because we, we, we had to make a quick decision. So we decided to um, integrate with Jitsi. So Jitsi is an open source radio tech, but the downside is that it's, it's not really uh, supported on iPad and mobile. So that's the kind of the downside that we take. But right now we're actually, now that we have some time to really reflect and think about the long-term goal of our product, we're actually working to move away to another video technology platform. And then they will support iPad and mobile. So we're actually really looking forward to that as well. Uh, give us a few, like two or three more weeks, and then I think we'll get there. Yeah. Very good. That's, that's good to hear. <laughs> thank you um, thank you gordon for popping by with your question i will also now lower your hand and disable you back to the attendee so thank you bye gordon bye see you awesome okay wow. I, I didn't expect um someone from the audience has somehow experienced toasty before i mean he didn't because he, he got blocked <laughs> At least he tried to. So I was really uh, impressed by that. You know what? Fulfilling work lives. Um, I guess, yeah. Like we, I, the reach is working. Um, people are joining in, and like it's it's good to know as well. Like it's awesome to hear. You know when people have used your product or, as you said, tried. Um, but yeah. So first of all. <laughs> Another question popped in. I don't know if you want to answer it before I wrap up, though, because uh, we only have a couple of, we only have one minute left. Um, but. Yeah, sure. Let me, let me share. <laughs> wow, this is a tough question because every company has different ways. Um, oh, so sorry. First of all, um, the question, the last question for the today is um, asked by Loretto. Uh, they ask, how do you find clients? So we'll give it a short one and then I'll wrap this up. 
Yeah, so different company has different ways, so you cannot really just copy and paste. But to share my point of view, um, you have to full, you have to quite understand your your market and your target audience. So for for me, I know that I'm working on a new concept. So cold calling or reaching out on people on LinkedIn is not going to be so effective. But uh, what I decided to do is to tap into some of the communities. So um, I would join their Slack groups. I would be uh, building relationships with them. I'll be joining their virtual events and yeah, relationships. So after I get to know these people, um, when they're writing a new blog post, they would think about Toasty to be featured, uh, uh, to feature Toasty. So that's one way that is working really well for us. Uh, the second thing is just think about where our target audience is, like with what kind of blog posts they read, what kind of uh, Slack groups they would be in, uh, and then we try to be there. Uh, we might not get there from day one, but again, it's building relationships to, to like do something small with a partner. And then like this, like a podcast is a great start. Maybe next time we can do something bigger. So it's always like that. You cannot aim so high in the beginning, I believe. So mm -hmm. we can talk more later on. Uh, I'm really happy to share whatever I know with everyone here. Uh, just LinkedIn me or email me anytime. Um, just quickly show, or you guys probably already know this, but here is Toasty's um, page, <laughs> the web page. Um, but, and yes, you can see on his background as well. Um, but yes. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. This has been a very interactive, I think one of the more interactive um, episodes that we've had. So thank you, Kevon, for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for joining. The recording is going to be on our YouTube playlist and also our Facebook um, series section as well. So you can rewatch it and whatnot. And um, Kevon, if you have any resources that you would like us to share, we can also, you know, like pop it in the comments and whatnot on the Facebook and the um, YouTube page as well. So if you have anything, just email me and I'll throw it up for everybody. Yeah. I have a suggestion. So okay. after, after, after a session like this, we should kind of Hop, in, hop onto Toasty, break out for a bit so that everyone can meet each other. <laughs> That's, uh, you know what? The topic, yeah. In, in the future, good to know, right? <laughs> in the future, very good, very good plan. Because um, we're, we're also amassing a couple of people who are, um, uh, there's a couple of people who are coming back regularly and coming back, I think, almost on a day-to-day -day basis, so. Yeah, but not because I'm going to bed now. <laughs> That's fine. That's totally fine. Anyways, thank you so much for joining, and everybody have a good rest of your day, night, or afternoon, or wherever you are. Um, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening, and remember to share, like, and comment if this content brought value to your life. You can find us on social media as We Are Torre. Explore more content at blog.torre.co. See you around.